Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Manly Musings Podcast, episode 34, or we could call it the Paul Pierce episode. I think that one sounds perfect. Um, <laughs> tonight, Kevin and I, we were going to have one or two guests, but because a couple of things came up, it's just going to be us. Sorry, you're going to have to listen to us blab again for another week. Maybe we'll have somebody on next week. But tonight, we're going to talk about the biggest thing in sports, the NBA Finals or Literally tomorrow night, what, less than, almost 25 hours away at this point. They they tip off around 9 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time, which... Oh, gosh, is it really stops. at 9? It's at 9 because... Oh, God. The, because it's West, you know, East versus West. They want West Coast prime time, which is around 6 o'clock, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. It makes sense. But come on, can we just have like a 7 o'clock game on a Friday or like a Saturday? That would be ideal. Every game's at nine. At oh nine. Oh my gosh. So yeah, let the misery commence. I'm going to take a nap after work so I can watch the whole game and not go to the gym Friday morning at four. I'll probably go at five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Huge difference. You know, just yeah. go oh, huge difference for the day because I'll just be in a very, very bad mood all day if I go too early. That's true. That's very true episode 34 oh man all right so we'll just dive into the weekly sports update uh first thing i want to bring up is something that as kevin and i were getting ready for this episode and doing our normal back and forth for you know 20 minutes before we even start recording um marion barber the third former dallas cowboys running back played seven years in the nfl uh sadly passed away um not there's no reasoning for the death note nothing has been issued but it popped up on my phone um that's extremely sad he was 38 years old what five six years older than you and i kevin um had a lot of life left to him so i hats off to you know condolences out to his friends and family and you know rest easy yes r.i.p to marion barber super sad But let's jump into something fun. Um, The Drew League. If you don't know what the Drew League is, it is a pro-am, probably the best pro-am basketball, I guess, season, you could could say, during the summer. Uh, It's out in... Definitely one of them. Yeah, it's it's probably become the top one to be in at this point. That's kind of the one that's gotten the most attention over the years. They had a deal with Nike for since they were founded and actually just signed a massive deal with adidas so they're getting sneakers jerseys um i thought i saw something about community engagement in camps so it's they're diversifying what they're going to do which is huge just sucks that it's with adidas and not the best shoes in the world for basketball yeah i mean honestly uh yeah so i believe it's about to be the 50th anniversary and yeah they just signed a multi-year uh league with adidas uh for the first time and because they've been with nike for so many years from what i understand in another article that i'm reading um adidas also landed a multi-year partnership with the rucker park streetball league in new york city and the Atlanta Entertainment Basketball League as well. So it lo- looks like they're trying to go after some of these summer basketball leagues. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Drew League, super famous of how a lot of people got to know James Harden. James Harden, mm-hmm. I think, has like a piece in the Drew League because he's, you know, he's from California. He's been balling in that league since he was younger. I mean, a lot of great players came out of that Drew League where they go play in the summer. Think about guys like Tayshaun Prince, who's a West Coast guy. Um, you know, Brandon Jennings, one of my favorite players to play the game. I wish he got more burned, but, you know, he re- retired on his terms. Isaiah um, Thomas killed it every yep. time he played. Isaiah Thomas. It. I'm surprised they didn't get any of the leagues that they do over in Seattle. Because I know uh, Isaiah Thomas and guys like Jamal Crawford and Nate Robinson, they would always be balling in those leagues. Yeah, but I wonder if it's because that's a lot closer to the Nike headquarters. So I wonder if there's there's a really good connection there. Drew League, it's in California, but it, it, it could just make that difference. I don't know. Well, uh, again – with James Harden as one of like Adidas's star athletes and him mm-hmm. kind of, you know, coming up in the Drew League kind of makes sense with uh, Adidas being partners. Am I a fan of it? Eh, not really, but, uh, you know, to each their own. As long and, as they don't uh, do highlighter colored jerseys again, like they did for some of those college teams back in the day. Oh, God. It'll be okay. Or as long as they don't bring back the damn T-shirt jerseys absolutely the most disgusting jerseys ever i think my favorite thing about the t-shirt jerseys was watching lebron james cut his so he could actually shoot yeah like when he just cut the sleeve so it was just open yeah i hate work i personally hate working out in a t-shirt because i feel like i'm restricted yeah playing basketball i have to be in a sleeveless shirt it's just more comfortable and it's it just you feel better you feel like you can move your arms in the right way i know that sounds totally weird to anyone that's listening but if you played sports you kind of understand that so um aaron this was an interesting one aaron donald probably i would have to say the one of the best defensive players ever play the game of football made a comment on a podcast earlier this week stating that he was at peace with his career if he does not get a new contract with the Rams. So he is on the final, I think, two years of his contract, but there's no guaranteed money left on the contract. Mm. He is coming back to play for this season, but that is it. He has left the door open to retirement if he wants to. Also, he just signed with Donda Sports. If you don't know what Donda is, that is easy. Kanye West sports agency. Jalen Brown also was the first NBA player to sign with him. So now they're thinking, is he going back to Adidas to wear sneakers? Gotta hope not. Keep doing the keep cycling through. It's pretty cool to watch like a free agency NBA guy uh, with sneakers. It's pretty cool. So I say keep (laughs) doing that. But interesting comment. He is 32. So getting up there in age, but still a very interesting comment from a a freak athlete in, in, in his position. Well, the way I look at it as, uh, you know, if he doesn't get a new contract, he would probably, it sounds like he would be content with just retiring if he doesn't get yeah. a new contract with the Rams. I also look at it as, you know, he would be at peace with only having one ring. He got a ring this year. So 
if I were him, honestly, you know, I don't know how much money he's made throughout his time in the league. He's gotten a ring. Uh, he, he's a he's officially a you know a world champion. I mean, that's the dream of the professional athlete. If you think about it, what else does he really need to prove? Let's see. What is his net worth? Uh, his net worth is roughly sixty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, shoot. Like I said, and that I, does. It, that doesn't include all of his sponsorships, I bet, and other things that he does. So, yeah. So I don't. I I totally respect Aaron Donald saying what he said. If he wants to retire after two years when his contract is done and he doesn't feel the need to do anything else, hell yeah. You got right the rest of your life to you. You be a broadcaster, businessman. I'm sure he won't have any problems making any money when he's done yeah i don't I, I don't think i could see him doing broadcasting i could definitely see him getting into business or getting into coaching i could see him being that kind of person because yeah. he does a lot when he does his camps he does a lot of hands-on coaching with the kids so yeah i mean honestly if that's where he wanted to go go back to his alma mater be a ga for a little bit and then work his way up hey more cool more power to him I doubt that'll be the route he goes. I think they would just hire him. <laughs> Let's be honest. If if like Drew Brees wanted to become a, a you know quarterbacks coach for the Saints, the Saints would just hire him as a quarterbacks coach. Yeah. There would be no let's let's have you kind of figure out what you want to do type deal. <laughs> um, next thing NBA wise, Luke Walton failed Sacramento Kings head coach. Um son of you know legendary bill walton mr donor head uh out there in cali <laughs> uh, i love bill Walton. i love his his uh commentary which is always good to listen to uh he became a an assistant coach in cleveland i say that's a good move for his career um at this point i don't think he's going to get another head coaching gig after what happened in uh, sacramento i do know he did pretty well when he had really good players in Golden State that he coached for a little while with Steve Kerr being out. But yeah, whatever. Good for him. Good, good kind of pickup for Cleveland. No guy who knows the game pretty well. So yeah, I mean, Luke Wallen, I think he had a really rough go around with both of his head coaching duties. Where else did he head? Where else was he a head coach? Well, Sacramento was a catastrophe. I know he, I thought he went somewhere else, but I just can't put my finger on where it was. Um, but I just know it, it's, it, it, it didn't work out for him. I think maybe he can be a really solid, good assistant coach. But yeah, the, he had a rough time as head coach. Good for him getting a job. But oh, he was yeah. A- he was the head coach for the Lakers. Yeah, that's why that's I remember, too, yeah. I Lakers, forgot about that. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah, that's, that's a little nuts. And then Joel Embiid, I knew he got hurt throughout the playoffs, and I thought it was more his face and a couple other things. But apparently he had ligament surgery on his left hand and then surgery on his right index finger. So mm-hmm. no basketball for him for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hope get well soon, Joel. Hopefully, you'll get it back together and 
hopefully make the Sixers trust the process again. But hopefully you oh can well. tell James Harden to stop doing the um, Zion Wilson diet too. Yeah. Get that boy some uh, salads out there in Philly <laughs> and tell him not to go to the strip clubs because it's just, just no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is awesome. This oh, man, came- I just saw over behind you. Yeah, the, uh, Pedro Martinez freaking throwing Don Zimmer's ass. Oh, that was him roll. I remember watching that game live. Yeah, me it was too. great. They must be. Um, so I have Fox Sports one on right now. I guess uh, it's the Yankees, and I think I don't know whoever they're playing. I think oh Angels, but it might be a what? Oh, it's postponed due to weather. So they're just showing Red Sox, Yankees, and I bet they're playing this upcoming weekend, like a three-game series or something. Yeah, I just had to comment on that because I just remember watching, like, not going to lie, that was really, really funny, even though it was fuck- I thought it was fucked up in the beginning, but that was really funny to see him throw Don Zimmer around like he's a little rag doll. Oh, my God. That was great. I just love the one with it. A-Rod decides to say crap to uh, Veritech, and Veritech just throws his, fa- his uh, face mask into a rod's face it's great i love that that's a great picture um but let's jump back over madden cover came out today all the people thought it was going to be some type of football player like it always is but it's iconic john madden who just passed away this past year it's on the cover of madden 2022 correct 23 23 23 okay so that's pretty awesome. I think that's fantastic for them to do that. And the picture they use is pretty cool of him breaking through with the football and stuff. So I, yeah, I like it. I, I actually love the picture they chose of him. I think it brings out, you know, the character of he was. He was a fun guy. Uh, I think if you think about John Madden, John Madden is known for his video game. Like he got that video game going with his name on it. And you know, I, I'll be honest, when it comes out, I would be intrigued to buy it because I think it would be cool to have that Madden with uh, him on the cover. So I, I honestly couldn't think of any other player that could have been, at least for this upcoming year, to be on that, on that uh, game. Uh, I'm glad they chose John Madden for it. So a nice little touch for him. Yeah, I like it. And all I can hear is rumbling and tumbling. In the back of my, and tumbling down the, in the back of my head when I think of John Madden. But, um, Kevin, who you got on tonight? Yes, I think you have a legend. Yes, on. everyone. Uh, so I went ahead and I'm wearing this Mitchell and Ness Swingman Larry Bird jersey. If it looks a little tight on me, I'm sorry, I just ate. But, uh, tell my people out there that are watching on the YouTube, this is the Larry Bird jersey. From his year 85 to 86. Um, I went and got this online on eBay. Shout out to Top Shelf Kicks out here. Uh, they have like a YouTube page that I follow. And I remember uh, the guy shopping for it. He went and got this over at like a local flea market. For super cheap. Had tags on it and, what, and like wasn't used. I saw it. I remember Merritt told me to like. I remember I put a wager in. He told me to do another wager in, and he accepted that wager right after. So, I was so kudos to you, man, for uh, giving me advice. Uh, you gotta and, get, yeah, you gotta I mean, honestly, 
can't go wrong. I think ugh, the quality of this jersey is honestly fantastic. I I just wish I could buy more Mitchell and Ness jerseys. It's just that I, there's just so little time in the years to like be able to wear them. Like this is the time of year to be wearing all these tank tops. So yeah. it's it's hard to get more because I'm like, damn it, what, what you're just gonna sit there. I'm on the top shelf kicks eBay page. Yeah. They have a pair of Air Jordan Retro 11 Win Like It's 82, size 13 for $300. I know. I, uh, I just want, I want those. Those look, those are what I want. Oh, kind see of, you, sort of. See if you can make uh, an offer. Yeah. Nah. We're good. Are they like super brand new? Uh, They're pre-owned. Okay. See if you can make an offer. Do like a 270 I'm just gonna keep looking and see what else they have down here. Yeah, kind of cool. But, uh, but yeah, I, that that website, Top Shelf Kicks. I found him on YouTube during the pandemic because he showed off his bins of like jersey collections. Because he has a huge jersey collection and he has a huge wrestling tee collection. Um, so shout is, out to those guys. How is he not Top your Shelf best Kicks. friend? I know, and I think we're actually the same age, which I think is hilarious. But yeah, he's got a a lot of like jerseys in the cut, like old authentic jerseys that are like game issued and everything. And then I remember just watching his stuff and he does like flea market hunts to try to find deals for so he can sell it at his shop. So fun time. Uh, definitely got to check out his shop. It's over in like Caldwell, New Jersey. Yeah. It's a little far from me. So that's why it's like hard for me to get up there. So that's why I just kind of order from the website to be a, a supporter. That's right. I got a pair of shoes. I can't, uh, Phoenix soul. Um, my Kobe's the red Kobe's you see back there nice. from a guy out there and it, he has a shop and everything, but it, he has, it does it all through Instagram and all of that. So it's pretty cool. I, I, I like the people that do it like this. Absolutely. You know, they, they're hustling and this kid's making real good money. He's getting really good deals, really good kicks. Yeah. So, um, That's awesome. Mary, your hat, you got another Celtics hat. Oh, yeah. I think this is the only other Celtics hat I own. Um, my okay. friend got this for me years ago. So it's got the, you know, the, the logo on the side with the Celtic on it. Just fades from green to black up top. Not mm-hmm. one that I typically wear because it's not a hat that I, I, I like it, but it's not my favorite. Okay. But I've already worn the old school one. So thought I'd wear this one tonight and get ready for tomorrow night. I'll be rocking you know, my new, new Marcus smart Jersey. There you go. Seems to bring them luck. So nice, nice. Keep it going. But Love Kevin, it. before get- we go on, on to the next topic, we haven't even talked about how was your Memorial day? Oh yeah. Um, great. I won basically the, I asked my friends, I was like, Are we, did we do a con- uh, winner bracket for, you know, our nineties outfits? And everyone's like, you won the sneakers were dope. Everyone, are we gonna see a picture or anything? I did not take a picture. I don't take pictures. I'm horrible. Oh my god, fail! I know. I've been looking forward to this outfit since like we talked about this. I will. I can just put it on. I uh, I still own everything, so I can just put it on and send a picture of it to you. Beautiful. Um, yeah, but it was great. You know, Saturday. I don't know if it was kind of crappy over by you um but it was kind of it was it was kind of a crappy saturday here so 
I think in the morning I started cleaning out the garage, did a couple things around the house. We went to our friend's house for until like nine o'clock, came home. Sunday went out to breakfast. I needed to do a couple of errands and do things around the house. And then we went back over to our friend's house for to use the pool for about like four hours, which is perfect amount of time chilling outside in the sun. It was beautiful Sunday. Yes. Monday, yard work, did stuff around the house. Like it's it's kind of funny when you're in college and you're younger, Memorial Day weekend is like, I'm just gonna get hammered and drunk and do stupid things. And as you get older, it's like, I'm going to take this time to have a three-day weekend to do things around my house. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Love what it. is wrong? What about you? How was yours? I mean, obviously, in my I did line see of work, I you, worked. Did you go to... Uh... But Yes, I went to, as we said last week, I went to Donovan's yep. with all of my people. Shout out to the hometown homies out here. Um, it was a great time. So we woke up super early. So we got there around 7.30. We were the first ones at the place, but honestly, it was probably the best idea to get there early because literally by the time they opened up at nine and we started making our way in, the line to get into the place was all the way down to the freaking street. And it was crazy packed in there. And it's funny. So uh, I I had a lot of people because I told them like, yo, you know, I do a podcast and they go, heaven you need to have a podcast and you should have a segment talking about your beach chronicles. Oh my God. Yes. For the summertime. Yeah. So we might add one and I, I will start my beach chronicle one for today. Um, my goodness. So while we're at Donovan's Merritt, did you see my story? Yeah. I, I, I watched it quickly. I didn't, I didn't have time to watch the whole thing, but I did watch it. Like so, kind of scroll through it. You know, so the place where at Donovan's, they sell, obviously sell alcohol and drink. People are drinking. We yeah, had, no, you sent me the reply chug text and you were mad that I had, wasn't drinking when you sent it. I don't even remember you responding that way, but shout out <laughs> to you for responding back to me. Um, so when we went, you know, we're chilling on the beach and you no, know, there's this one girl. She's with her two like guy friends. She's having herself a rum bucket. And I noticed, like, so, like, I honestly, I took, like, three naps on the beach. That's why, as you can tell, everyone, I'm just nice and dark. Got a nice little tan. Dude, I got I, super tan this weekend. It's crazy. There you go. Like, look at, nice look at that tan olive. line. Look at that tan look, line. Yeah, that tan line is crazy. Shout out to you, Merritt. But, so, going on, I see the, the girl who they're with. She is just, like, sleeping and hasn't even, like, moved. So I'm like, damn, you know, she's really just not moving. Then she just like rolls over to the sand and I proceed to see her like, oh, I wonder if I should like move her over back to her towel or do I just leave her there? Not gonna lie. I just left her there because, you know, I didn't want people to think I'm, you know, in those situations, when if a guy tries to help a girl in those situations, sometimes people can think it like as the wrong way. So I'm just going to like, hey, all right, I'm going to let her do her thing. She's got friends with her. Let her do hers. Then I, so as I'm like, we're getting up to get ready to leave. I see one of the guys try to wake her up. He shakes her a little bit. And then five seconds later, takes his water and throws it in her face. 
And I'm like, oh my God, he just threw this girl, threw this water in her face. And she's still like out of it. I don't know if she was on something or she just like dehydrated from the heat after drinking, but she was like out of it. So then he threw like, after he threw the water on her face, he threw like a towel, like a black t-shirt over her face. Like, like, I guess a protector from the sun, but I feel like a black, a black t-shirt on a sunny day does yeah that's gonna you. that's gonna like just kill her yeah so but uh i remember i was leaving i saw her there and then i by the looks of it she was able to get out of there because i when we were coming when i came back after i went to the bathroom uh I, no where did i go yeah i went to the bathroom i got food in which i let people cut me so i can get my food for free um, and then that girl who was laying there was gone. So she, they must've just like left the place. Damn. But yeah, but also funny shout out to those people. Shout out to, to Jared and Alyssa who bought my lunch, saved me like $25 wow. for buying the food that I had. I ended up getting just so I can let them cut the line. Look at you being a nice guy and getting a reward out of it. It was funny. Cause they came up to me and they go, bro. I got a question for you. Can we? Can cut? I please buy whatever you want? I'll buy you whatever the hell you want to eat if you just let me cut you. And I'm like, fuck it. Right here. The guy in front of me was trying to be sick. He'd be like, if you give me, I'll let you cut me if you pay me $20 and buy my food. I'm like, that's, that's a lot. of. That's a lot. I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. Can, free, free lunch is good. I'm cool free lunch is good. I saved me 20 bucks. Hey. Perfect. The twenty bucks got you another alcoholic beverage. I bet. Yes. What are we? What? What's our? What's our next topic? Your Is cards. it my new cards? Yeah. Did you get anything new? I did. So <gasps> after telling out, us last out. week that you were going to take a time, take a break. I did, and guess what? I ended up learning about live what? sales. Oh no! And I follow. Shout out to the guys at Santiago Sports. They're super cool. Um. So I ended up going on their live sale i copped a couple different cards for super cheap i will share them next week's podcast but some that i found at their store check this out over here larry johnson rookie card i got oh, that this actually came like with one of the cards i got from ebay so it was packaged together so i was like all right this is that's a cool one that's but over dope. at uh the shop at santiago sports i got a jeremy lynn Relic with NBA Ooh. hoops with a piece of his jersey, Michael like. Jeffrey Jordan card. Gotta have got, that. Got me a little uh John Morant card here. Nice. Got me Kobe Bryant's Kobe Bryant little, little rookie year type deal. I got a rookie year RJ Barrett card that I won on their live sale the other week. <laughs> I got a basic LeBron James card. If this was not, if this wasn't a yellow color, this card is apparently like thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Another Michael Jordan card, which is, I like this one because of the fact that he's beating the Knicks in this photo. So shout out to him. Uh, ben yeah. Roethlisberger relic, which is pretty wow. cool. Wow. Wait, wait. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. 32 out of 100, 2009. So okay. that's pretty cool. A second year um, from Panini. And then one, a really cool card. 
I got this for really cheap. This is WCG Gem Mints. Oh, world-class grading. Uh, uh, rated 10 mint. Uh, 1996-97 Fleer 23-karat gold uh, rookie card signed by Kobe Bryant. Wow. Pretty That's pretty dope. dope. I, I was like, wow. I'm getting this for a steal. And the back has it all engraved also. If you can see it. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, so I was like, wow. I can't believe I got this. So, yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Merit, you can laugh at me all you want, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that briefcase is coming a little bit sooner than we expected. Sooner? It's probably already on its way. What are you talking about? I really hope not. But, yeah, those are the new cards of the week there today. Um, if anything, we'll see what happens within the next week. I will be – next week I'll be sharing what I got on the live sale from Santiago Sports. Who knows? Good guy. He shouted me on his Instagram. Maybe I can see if we can get him on the podcast. I got to get to know them a little bit more, but they're great guys. Super chill. They're young kids too. They're like, they're just recently graduated college. Oh, wow. Hustling out here, opening up a store. So shout out to them for doing it up. And yeah, uh, that's the, that's my segment of the week, sir. I love it. I love it. I love it. All yes. right. Let's jump into this, bro. Since the it starts in like, you know, 24 hours-ish. 24 hours. NBA yeah. Finals. So we got my Boston Celtics yep. versus the Golden State Warriors. So we have no real talking points for this, guys. I did bring up one because it's been like a talking point for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we're just going to talk about our thoughts on the series, who we think will win, uh, how many games it will take, that kind of thing. Like we've done already in the past yeah. Uh, as the playoffs have moved on, but that's really going to be the, the jits of it at this yeah. point. And um, if anything, what if we do like a, what's it called? We can do like a choice deal. Like we'll put their starting lineups against each other, like each position versus position, their bench and then coaching. And then whoever has the highest grade, we can, okay. we can do something like that. I like that. For fun um, after after our open discussion. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Who? What are your thoughts on this NBA Finals? I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. Um, I think you have the number one defense in your Celtics. Mm-hmm. It's the number one offense. Um, I think there's. I think it's going to be very exciting. I like. I'm liking all the different types of matchups. Um. I, I I think it's going to be a long series. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. There'll be days where it's high scoring. Uh, there could be some days where it might slow down, but I definitely think uh, it's going to be uh, a, a, probably one of the better series we've seen in the last couple of years. Um, I think I look at the firepower that you have on the Warriors I look at how it matches up with the Celtics and then, you know, the defense on who matches up with who it's, it, it's, they're both solid. Um, I don't know how the series went between the two of them. Uh, you know, I, I think we won majority of them. Um, but I did see an interesting stat when you bring that up. 
the Celtics against the Warriors at home at in California. I think the Celtics have lost once. Oh wow. Yeah. They've got a very, very good record against the Warriors out there. Um, so that'll be interesting. I I think this is going to be a series where it's going to be a dog fight. And I'm excited. It's going to be a fun series watch. Um, granted, the Heat series for the Celtics was phenomenal. Couldn't ask for a better ending. I wish the Celtics had kept a 20 point lead. So I've got, I could have gone to bed earlier, <laughs> but you know, they, they decided to let up a lead and they never gave up the lead. They were never losing at all at any point during that game. I don't think besides like maybe a minute for a minute. And that was it. Um, this series is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be two great teams going at each other. What do you think is going to be the separator for each team to help them pull through for the series? I think for Golden State is if I want to almost always say like if Curry scores 40, it's that's it. But um, I think it's the bench production outside of Jordan Poole. Mm hmm. You know, if Gary Payton Jr. comes back, what can he bring to the table? He's great defensively. He's a pretty good scorer. But after Jordan Poole and him, you don't have a lot of options. You still have great options because it's the NBA. You still have pretty good options. Um, I think that'll be a deciding factor, how deep Steve Kerr goes into that bench. Does he only play seven, eight guys? Does he play nine, ten guys? Um for the Celtics, it's staying healthy with your two star defensive players. If Marcus Smart, he did clear. Um, I did see that while we were up here, out here recording that he cleared the injury report. So he's no longer on that, which is fantastic for the Celtics fans. But Robert Williams is huge. Yes. Golden State plays small ball basketball and they're the best team at small ball. I do not care. Robert Williams makes any shot, any rebound, anything much harder. So if he stays healthy and he can play in every game, it's a huge difference for, for the series. Um, so I, I think that those would be your, your big things. What about you? Uh, for me, a couple of things that I think it, that's going to be the kicker for these uh, so one standout, I believe, is what's the production going to be like from Golden State's young guys, the Jordan Pools, the Jonathan Kamingas, the Moses Moody's. Um, are they able to produce when needed to help relieve off the pressure of guys like Steph, Clay, mm -hmm. and Draymond? And that, if that happens, I think the one thing that I – think Boston has a slight advantage of is having some really solid big men in Al Horford and your boy, Mr. Williams, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I think that could be honestly one of the separators of this series. If the big men are really trying to take it to them. So if they, if like guys like Al Horford are able to compete like they did against Milwaukee and Robert Williams is, you know, getting more healthy 
Is Golden State's big guys, can they match up with those two? I don't know. But at the same time, does that in turn have our the Warriors like bench with all those young guys up and coming? Do they show out and have a coming out party to help the Warriors win? Because I think when I look at the two rosters, I look at the Celtics are able to probably win within from now to the next three years. Yeah. But if the Warriors develop, I almost can see them be very competitive if they keep their core for the next five to seven years. I saw um, someone post something earlier and it was showing, you know, the starting lineups for both teams. And it was, isn't it great to see two NBA franchises that built their teams, kept their core together and did it that way instead of buying their pieces. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's true. And, and I read an article today. You know how earlier the season, Marcus Smart basically called out Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for not passing the ball enough. Yeah. And Ime Adoka, Joe, you know, Joe Mazzula, West Virginia grad right there, um, were quoted in that article basically saying, yeah, smart called them out, but Jalen and Jason learned. They were like, hey, yep, we didn't. We're getting double team. We've made some bad passes. But Ime went out and said, smart, a lot of those passes went to you, and you missed the shots. You need to be held accountable. You have your two buddies here that are kind of are very upset that you called them out in front of the media. Mm. You need to apologize. And from that point, we went and saw a team just kill everybody. And that's, I think you saw it at the end of the heat series, the three of them, you know, Jalen and smart are standing next to each other. And Jason walks over and just two big hugs around the two guys. Those three guys are your core. Robert Williams is great. Al Horford is fantastic, but those three guys make that team run. As long as all three, if even if two of them are clicking, that series is seven games, no matter what. So yeah. I'm excited. I I literally cannot wait for this to, to start. Yeah, I'm excited for you. And I'm excited as a basketball basketball fan to see how this is all gonna work out. I think it's gonna be an exciting series. Mm, it will be. It'll be um I, I definitely think it goes seven. I I unless Golden State somehow can get around a defense as tough as Boston. Yes. Yeah, because Curry's going to have to deal with the defensive player of the year all day long. Oh, yeah. Um, Draymond is probably going to be guarding anyone between Brown to Horford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably he's going to be guarding everybody. Yeah. At some point he'll guard every single player like smart. <laughs> so it'll be, I'm, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Like I keep saying, but um, I keep seeing this one, Kevin, the top 10 players in the finals. So like this is, in this NBA finals, in this NBA finals, who is the top 10 players? Oh, okay. Mm. And it's between the two teams. So you can pick, you could say Jason Tatum's one or Steph Curry's one. Like, it doesn't matter. 
that. It could be your your decision on who you think is one through ten or ten through one, however you want to do it. Okay. So shall I start? Oh yeah, go ahead. All right. Number one, I'm going Steph Curry. Okay. Number two, Jason Tatum. Number three, Jalen Brown. Number four, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Number five, I will go Marcus Smart. Ooh. Number six, I will go Draymond Green. Number seven, 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 seven. I'll go Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Number eight, I will take. This is where it gets a little shaky. Yeah. Eight, I will give your guy Robert Williams up there. Wow. By Jordan Poole. And then number 10. I know it's he shouldn't be last, but it's just last just from who I have. I will go Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Okay. So I think I kind of what six and five and five. I almost it's five and five. Yeah. You're you're basically splitting the starting lineups right down, you know. Is that the starting lineups for them? Uh Jordan Pools comes off the bench because I think was Wiseman play. Well, Wiseman's been injured all year. But is he so, back? No, he's still sitting. Who's their center then? Because normally it's like Kevon Looney. Hmm. Kevon Looney or they have that young guy, Moses Moody. Yeah, so it's one of those two. Or um, the other person that they – the big guy they have is Juan Toscano-Anderson. He's like – he wears he wears number 95. That's the only reason why I remember his. I don't think he's played much. He hasn't played much. Yeah, so so I, I, I have a feeling he will now play in this series because they're going to need people that are going to be able to match up with Al Horford and Robert Williams. Yeah, they might. We'll see what they do. It'll be it'll be interesting to start uh, see who the starting five are. I, I'm going to go top ten. I'm going reverse order. Um, okay. I'm going to start number ten, and I'm going to go. Rob Williams. And the only reason I have Rob at 10 is just because of his injuries. If Rob is not injured, he's hundred percent healthy. He's number seven or like six or seven right there. Um, But because of injuries, he's got to stay. He's got to be at 10. Number nine. I'll go with Jordan Poole. Okay. Because coming off the bench, depending on the game and depending on your matchups, when you get in there, you can be hit or miss. Um, Yes, he is electric. He could give you 30 points off the bench any given night. But at the same time, that means he could give you nothing off that bench any given night. Now, Jordan Poole did not just come in and start lighting things up when he got into the NBA. It took time for this rookie to figure it out, and he did. He's done very, very well. Let's see what happens. Um, Number eight, I will go with Wiggins. Okay. I think when he's in in there, he's unstoppable. He brings an electric, you know, he has an electric to him, uh, making that team kind of faster and younger, Uh, a little bit more athletic as well. No offense to their top three players, but – I wouldn't put Clay Thompson after 
all his his injuries. Draymond Green just after all his, his injuries, as well as Steph Curry with his ankles that are made of glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> into the super athletic realm um like andrew wiggins number seven let's see probably big al just because of his age um but he can get you a double double every night maybe a two or three blocks as well okay uh number six is draymond only because he cannot bring he does not have a well-rounded offensive game. And if he could shoot the ball better than what he does, he'd be higher on this list, but he just doesn't. And that's okay. Cause that's not his job on that team. His job is to shut down a defensive and be a defensive menace to be a pain in the ass and yell at everybody. I'm going to yell at him so much watching these, this series. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> um, don't number, lose your voice. <laughs> number five is Marcus Smart. Um, defensive player of the year. It's going to be matched up with Curry the whole time. Curry's still going to drop 30 a night, most likely, because that's just Steph Curry. But Marcus mm-hmm. Smart's going to make his life living hell. Uh, number four, Thompson. Just coming off of injury, depending on the matchups. He's going to have to go against probably Jalen, who is not a fun person to play defense, you know, go up against. Number three, Jalen. Number two, it's going to be Tatum, just because he still needs to figure out when he can take over a game. You could see it in the Miami series. He did at certain points, and then all of a sudden it just was like, no, it it wasn't there. And number one, Steph Curry, because, God, Steph Curry is the best, probably the best player, one of the – or I'd say top – three player in the league right now still at this top day and age player in the league. yeah okay. i would give him top three yeah he's crushing it right now um i was just looking at a stat just now it's also he's having fun yeah again like all these teams like the two teams that are in here mm-hmm. they're winning they're winning hard but you can see it when they win they're having fun yeah they're having a good time uh, one very interesting note, we would go back to Steph Curry. So, you know, Steph Curry, he's won three titles, but he was never, ever the best player on the court on in any of those finals. So I think this is going to be a coming out party for him to see, you know, hey, I don't need other those other guys that came over and joined our super team. Like, I can be the one to help win this title on my own um which will be very very interesting um another thing that i'm reading you know draymond green how much is he going to defend jason tatum Ooh, that's true that's very true how much does he i feel like he's going to be your main defensive guy like pj tucker was for the heat yeah, because I think he's it's gonna he's gonna have to somebody's gonna have to take him. Yeah, because well, you could you almost could put Wiggins on him if you don't put Wiggins on Horford. But yeah, that, that'd true. be a, a better also, matchup. Wiggins is not the greatest, not not, not the greatest uh, defender. Yeah, as true. we've seen him uh, get lit up by good old Every, everyone Luca last round, especially. 
yeah, he's he's not good defensively. Um, yeah, and of course, the main thing that I talked about before, they, uh, this I'm reading this article on NBA.com by John Schulman when mm-hmm. he makes his pick. Um, but the one thing is they talk about the Celtics, like and like I mentioned, Merritt, them stra- pressing their muscle and then uh, not going for that full Kill mode on yeah. small ball approach. You know, they talked about you have Robert Williams, you have Al Horford, you have Grant Williams who plays like a big, and then Daniel Thice. So if needed. So like I think that four there, who is the matchups with it on the Warriors? Because I mean Draymond's gonna be kind of preoccupied with Tatum. So who is guarding? Is it gonna be someone like John Kaminga? Is Jordan Poole gonna be able to handle it? Who is going to be able to match position guys? Does Poole play? Is he more of a small forward shooting guard or? Let me pretend to be Andrew and. (laughs) Andrew, where are you? Stop working. Let's see. Golden State Warriors. Let me see. It's loading the lineups. Oh, boy. There we go. So, roster. Jordan Poole. He's a guard. Okay. Yeah. He's tall. 6'4 from Michigan. Why did Not I think that's all. Why did I think he was taller? Because he that's my height. 6'4 is my height. So, he's a point guard. In this he's day essentially like a point guard. Yeah. yeah. He's a point guard Absolutely. at this day and age in the NBA. Yeah, so who's wow. so like the starters for the, the Warriors? Is it I'm assuming it's Steph, Draymond, Clay, Clay, Andrew. Andrew, who's the fifth? Is all it has to be probably Kevin Looney because he's the only big guy. That's yeah, gotta be Looney. Looney's yeah. gotta be, and he's not that big. He's what six nine? Yeah. Six nine, six ten. He's I think he's the biggest on the team. Yeah, because and Robert Williams is seven just about seven foot jason tatum is just under seven foot uh well, horford tatum? T- tatum's i think six ten six nine six ten he is tall are you just maybe like with wingspan that like he might be oh no, perfect I- shout out to espn giving everything all right so tatum is six eight. Oh, they've they've listed him before at six nine. He's six eight. You have uh Jalen Brown at six six. He's probably six eight without shoes when six nine with shoes on. Oh, probably. Then you have Al Horford, which is six probably six ten. Six nine? He's six Al Horford is six nine. And then I have Robert Williams six nine along with where do you go? Daniel Thice is six nine. Right, and then you have Marcus Smart, who's six five, six six. Let's see, Marcus Smart's six four. Oh, so he's my height too, but he plays bigger than what anyone else out on that court. Yeah. So but Rob Rob Williams at six six nine, six ten is interesting. I thought he was he plays bigger. He looks bigger. So Grant Grant Williams six six here. And then thinking of your bench guys, Derek White is 6'4". 
Yeah, Derek White, 6'4". Peyton Pritchard is your shortest guy in the whole team. Yeah, 6'1". Naismith has to be 6'5", 6'6". 6'5", for Naismith. Does but he play? I, I, God, if he, he's in that game, I'm going to be yelling and screaming. I You'll hear me in Jersey. I, okay. Is he that horrifying? He's defensively, he's great. He he has a lot of energy. He just took, has to like bring it, reel it in. Offensively, he could not throw water into a, the ocean. Well, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, um, and I checked on the, the the biggest guy you have on the Celtics is the uh, Luke Cornett. Oh yeah, but he doesn't play. Luke Cornett yeah. just chills on the bench. He he's our white guy on the bench. What is it? What is, where? Yeah, from Vanderbilt third season pretty sure he was like a lottery pick he was for the knicks no not the knicks i'm pretty sure it was definitely not the knicks he played for the knicks he probably played for the knicks but definitely i don't think he did anything hold on i would laugh so hard if i was right pretty sure all right luke Cornette. i'm checking this stuff um no, not, nothing in the bio. That's that's hilarious. Um, let's see. News draft pre NBA. Oh my god, my computer is like thinking way too hard. Let's see. Career to Cornet. Uh, it doesn't say a bio. He was drafted by the Knicks. What? I don't know about it. There's no way he... Yes, he's been in the league since 2017. He played for the Knicks for two years. The Bulls, Toronto, Chicago, to Boston, then back to Toronto, then to Cleveland, then to Milwaukee, and now and he got traded over to back to let's see, he's played for three teams, four teams or something in like the past year. Um, so yeah. Wow, he really he really okay. So he definitely played for the Knicks, went undrafted. We never drafted him, but he was undrafted free agent. Two-way contract. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because I knew, I was like, I would know better if the Knicks drafted him. Okay. So, let's see. So, he was signed by the, he signed by, with the Bulls uh, in 2019, 2021. In March 2021, he was traded to the Celtics. Um, then was re-signed in October 2021. But waived that day. Six days, not a week later, he went to the main Red Claws. In ten games, he averaged. Shout out to the main Red Claws. Actually, the main Celtics. Now they they got renamed. Okay. Um, he averaged twelve and eight with four assists, two block or three blocks in twenty eight minutes. Signed a ten day contract with the Cavs. Went back to the uh, Celtics. Signed a 10-day contract with the Bucks, then went back to the Celtics uh, in January 14th after reacquiring them. And then on February 11th, he signed the rest of the year with the Celtics, with the actual Boston Celtics. Shout so, out to him. 
man. Good for him, bro. Not Make a bad money. career so far. Yeah. And then he might, now he might doing. now he might end up with a ring. Hey, that'd be great. That's a, that's a good story. There's a bunch oh, yeah. of um the uh G League players on the Celtics right now. Oh yeah, there's a yeah, the G League taking over right now. Like Rob Williams, G League. He played in the G League for a while. The Cornette, you have let's see who else. Pitts um and a few other players so that's I, i'll take that you know that's pretty good dope for us um but let's see what else we were talking about i don't remember size small ball for the Celtics is gonna be tough if the golden state warriors do that because you're gonna have to bring peyton pritchard who's smart to the, the two Jalen to the three, Tatum to the four, and Horford to the five, potentially. But depend if the Golden State goes even smaller, mm-hmm. you put Grant Williams in at the five. That's true. So that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm like I keep saying, it's going to be fun. I'm pumped. I, you know, it, it'll be a good series. Um, so do you want to do your little part of this? Because we've been recording for a little bit, so I don't want everyone to. Um, we don't. I don't think we have to. I feel like I think let's let's go right to our results. I think we've covered all of it. Well, let's do the coaching matchup because this is a this is a Popovich, Popovich tree. He coached both of them. Mm-hmm. They played underneath Pop. They both worked under Pop as coaches, and they are now head coaches going to the NBA Finals against each other. Plus, this is Emil Doka's first year as a head coach. And apparently, three teams passed on him before the Celtics hired him. God, I love it. Like That's crazy. Wow. Like, yeah, really? I would be kicking themselves. Oh, the Pistons. I think it was the Pistons, the Cavs, and somebody else all passed on him. I'm like, really? Look at what he's doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bro is eating now. He's doing great. So, yeah, all right. good for him. Shout out to Ime for, for. I'm gonna. I will give the coaching. Tr- I will give coaching edge to Steve Kerr just because Steve Kerr has been here so many years, mm-hmm. um, and has done extremely well. So I'm gonna give the coaching edge to Kerr by a very slim margin because Ime has really impressed this year, for sure. So. Okay. Um. All right, what do you think? Who do you think wins it all? Uh, well, am I going to answer that other question? The coaching? Oh, yeah, answer the coaching one. Sorry, I'm so uh, sorry. I, coaching. I'm a horrible co- co-host. Coaching, I definitely go Steve Kerr. I just think he just had a wealth of experience. Yeah. That just kind of topples over Ime right now. Yeah. Yes. I all think Ime is going to be there. I think the Celtics are going to keep being a top two, three seed in the East for a very long time. Yeah. But I, but the Warriors, I think, can be right there with them because I was watching first take the other day and they talked about all the – they have at least for the next two, three years, seven of their main roster guys all locked in. And it's all the key guys that are playing right now. Yeah. So The, Cel- the Celtics have everyone – but Horford, because Horford's 35. Like he's he's on the tail end. Everyone else is kind of like going up yeah. right now. Horford's yeah. kind of like here. Mm-hmm. But he's he's, playing, a, he's having a renaissance right now. He is 
playing like a man that he's that is 25 years old playing so, like when he was on the hawks and when he just came out of university of florida with all I those guys i can't believe you know how many players have never been to a an nba final like carmelo anthony he's never been to a final yeah. dame lillard never been to one well, Dame Lillard still has some time, so yeah. hopefully we has don't have Paul, to buy like like but Paul Mello, George. Uh, Paul George. No, no, he's never been to one. Like, I, mean, I, I I even think about guys like Vince Carter. Oh no, Vince Carter was one. Yeah, he Vince was Carter the second did, year. The second year, the Nets won. Yep, because they lost to the San Antonio Spurs twice. Freaking killing me. Ugh. Yeah, two years in a row. Yes. I was so pissed. I was really hoping the Nets would actually win. We it's the only time we I rooted did. for the Nets. Me too. Me too. But yeah, All right. It, he what? It was like four hundred something. It was the most playoff like games ever played without making it to a final until Horford had. Mm-hmm. And it was a ridiculous number. I'm like, really? Good for him. I'm happy. I'm very happy he did it. But who do you think takes it? Are you sticking right. with your your gut from a few weeks ago with the Bucks? Whoever wins the Bucks Celtics series or what? You know, like I just think that the like I said earlier in the show, I think it's gonna be an amazing series. I will hundred percent think that this is gonna go seven games. Mm-hmm. I just think that right now there's something special going on with this Celtics team and I think it's going to be Celtics in seven I'm going to stick with that I'm going to say Celtics in seven it's going to be there's something about you guys this year that's different I I think of it the same way as I thought when Milwaukee was last year even though they went down like you know mm-hmm. like oh oh two right away there was just something about that Bucks team last year that I was like, I think they're I think they're gonna just win it this year. And that's the feeling I'm having with the C's this year. I just think you guys are just on such a hot streak and just on such a roll, like everything is just like going where it's supposed to be. And you're gonna get number 18, which as I, much as a Lakers fan pains me. I to love say, that because I I I hate the Lakers and I want them to be lower than us. Um, Yeah. I I got Celtics in seven. I think, I think the Celtics win tomorrow night. I think they can. I think coming off of the the series. They haven't won game one. I think coming off the series that they had with Miami and Milwaukee is extremely tough. Like they've played some hard basketball and I'm not saying golden state hasn't, you know, they played what Memphis Memphis lost their best player. So they kind of steamrolled them after that. They won in six, right? Was it six games against the Mavs? No, they beat the Mavs in five In five. Yeah. They only won the Mavs only won one game. Okay, I couldn't remember. I thought it was they were... six games against the Grizzlies. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's what it was. And I thought it was they, five against the Grizzlies. But... And they pretty much like one, like it was like five to four games where they beat the Nuggets. Yeah. So they've had it relatively 
Easy. Easy to get here. I'm telling, I, in my gut, it's the Celtics because they have grinded to this point to get to where they are. Yes, they have. And yes, Steph Curry is going to be Steph Curry. I just don't know who Clay Thompson is going to be. I think that's the odd factor for me. Who's going to, who, are we going to get Clay of old? Or are we going to get Clay of coming off an injury and still trying to figure it out? Where, who knows? What Clay are we I getting? Because if you get the Clay from a couple of years ago that was a splash brother, your Celtics are going to be in very big trouble. Right. But they are also one of the best teams to defend the three. Yes, very, very true. So I'm, and that's where I think it's going to come down to those other guys. Mm-hmm. We know Clay will get his, Draymond will get his, Steph will get his. Is Andrew Wiggins going to rise to the occasion? Oh, Is it I don't need those guys like Jordan Poole to rise to the occasion. If the Celtics can play defense like they, they should. And granted, Miami showed the holes that the Celtics had in defense because Miami is a grinded out team. Also, can I just bring up Bam Adebayo ripping his shirt like it was a dress shirt? Yeah, he ripped his jersey right in half. Shout out to him. Thoroughly impressed by that. And also, Kyle, Kyle Lowry is a horrible human being, a horrible basketball player, and I do not like him. Kevin knows this. I texted Kevin numerous times, like hating, hating on Kyle Lowry. Oh my God. Um, but he, that's in the past. It will be a very fun series. It's going to go seven. I think Celtics win tomorrow night, and then the Warriors will take game two. Okay. And potentially game. The Celtics have not lost back-to-back games in the in the playoffs yet. So maybe it goes back and forth, but I do think they lose two in a row at some point. I do think that in this series, but yeah, that's where, that's where I've got. Um, Kevin, do you think we missed anything or did we touch on everything? Um, I did want to say we did miss one thing going back Ooh. to your true league news. Okay. So from what I found out is According to this new contract, so Adidas will be providing official home and away jerseys for the teams, retail opportunities around Drew League, branded footwear and apparel. And very interesting, uh, they also are mapping up a series of community camps, workshops, and and activations. They're outfitting kids and supporting the community for the kids, which I think is really, really cool because – I mean, that's a lot for them to do right there. Uh, it's for them to help their junior Drew program. And that's also, the Drew League is only around for two months. Yeah. Out of the year. It's going to start up right after the NBA Finals, and it'll play up until end of August, typically. Mm-hmm. So not a, long se- not a long time that they play, but they play a lot of games. So that's pretty cool. I, I do like the community engagement part. I think that's the biggest yeah, thing. I think that that's the good thing. G- giving it back to the kids is not just a money hoarding type deal. I like how they're doing it for the kids in the community. All right, Kevin. I do have a trivia this week. I know, you know it's funny. I had a trivia question for you too. All right. All right. So cool. you give me yours first. All right. What NBA team has gone to the most NBA championships? And after this, 
question. I do have a, a follow up. Okay. Oh my god. I feel like it has to be either between your Celtics and my Lakers. The latter. Is it the Lakers? The Lakers have gone to 32 NBA championships. Oh my god. Okay. 32. The next closest is the Celtics at 22. Mm, okay. What team has the best per- percentage winning percentage? Out of all the teams that have gone to the NBA Finals, who has the best winning percentage? Out of all the NBA teams? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That one, I don't know. That's pretty easy. The best winning percentage? Mm-hmm. They've gone, how many times they've gone? How many times have they won? I can only think of like the Raptors when they won once and well, only went count, once. Count that out because that's an outlier. That doesn't count. You have to go over, I think it's like over like three or four times. Okay. Would it be the Spurs? Spurs are up there, but the Celtics also are up there. The Celtics have won 75, 78% of the time. Oh, I had a feeling the Celtics were one of them. The Lakers. Like after all the years that they, like, Bill oh, Russell just, like, carried Right. Them. Well, and also the Lakers have gone 32 times and have lost 15 times. Yeah, that's pretty horrific. The Celtics have gone. Now, this is going to be their 22nd time going to the NBA Finals. They've won how many? Seventeen. Between the Lakers and the Celtics, you have over 50% of the NBA championships. It's pretty boss. Right there between those two teams. I love it. At this point, like they're still they're still trekking. Um, but what what is your trivia for me? Yes. So I figured, you know, it's 10 years of us out of college. I tried to figure out a fun question. Oh boy. So it would be fun fact and coincidence. We're 10 years out of college. And you it's are. Only, I'm only nine years. Oh, shout All right. Well, I'm 10 years out of college. I should be 10 years, but I did a. Yeah, you, you know, should be 10 years. I did a fifth year for fun. So <laughs> within those 10 years, there have also been 10 NBA finals. Can you name those 10 teams? Out of one? No, no, not have won, but have been in the finals. So for the last 10 years, 10 teams have been to the NBA finals. Heat, Cavs, Lakers, Spurs. Okay. Raptors. Okay. Warriors. Okay. Four. Do you want me to give you any hints? Thunder. Okay. I'm so missing people from the East. Bucks. You're missing. Suns. There you go. My God, how did I? That was last year. How did I? Who the hell am I missing? 
I'm surprised you're, you didn't list this team. You're wearing their hat, and I'm wearing their jersey. Celtics, but it's been 12 years since the Celtics have been in the NBA Finals. No, but if you – so from now to this year, they're the 10th team that have made it from, from the 10-year span. <laughs> My God. 2012 I'm to 2022. I'm so, yes. Did I get so, them all? Yeah. yeah. I, I was nervous you wouldn't get one of them because I know that like, you literally hit all of them in the first set. So, yes, 10 teams that have played in the NBA Finals for the last Who's- 10 years. It was Oklahoma City Thunder, Miami Heat, San Antonio Spurs, Cleveland Cavs, Toronto Raptors, Los Angeles Lakers, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, Milwaukee Bucks, and your Boston Celtics. Because this is the. F- so think about for like the, la- the middle portion in the last like five years, it was three times like Warriors and Cavs. Three years in a row was those three. And then the beginning was the that last portion of the LeBron Miami Heat era. So right. That was OKC. That was when they beat the Spurs, and then when the Spurs beat them. Yeah. Yep. Then when you you go through the Golden State era, then it became that when Toronto beat Golden State there, the uh, they beat Cleveland twice. Yep. Then when Cleveland you go beat into, them. Cleveland beat them, and then you go into COVID year where the Miami went back and the Lakers. And the Lakers won. And then last year's finals, which was completely different. So, yep. hell yeah. Wow. That was a great question. I, wow. Yeah. I, was, I tried to. I learned from the best out here. <laughs> well, Kevin, get us out of here. I'm, yes. I'm going to make this episode go over to Andrew tonight so he can put it up there right away. Yes. Shout so, out to Andrew. Yeah, I was listening to our episode last week, and I felt like our record we like we didn't record for like the first couple minutes. No, we did. We did, but apparently it like didn't come up for the first two minutes of us talking. <laughs> oh God! So hopefully it doesn't happen, but it's okay. We're out here. So yeah, whatever, we're still grinding. we're gonna wrap it up uh, on this Wednesday. So for those watching on the YouTube, please continue to watch us on the YouTube at. The Manly Musings podcast. Feel free to listen to us. We're available on your Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, your Spotify, your Google Play, all those great things. You can go ahead and follow our podcast Instagram, the Manly Musings Pod. We're almost to 100. I think we're at 93 or 94 followers. Please get us to 100. And also, please make sure you're writing us some reviews. We need some reviews. We thank you for listening, but we really love some reviews. Follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow me at KQuava624. And yes, enjoy your NBA finals. Enjoy your Wednesday and good night. Peace, y'all. Peace. Have a good one and enjoy the NBA finals, everybody. Get them.